This episode brought to you by The Frontline Team, your public safety lenders. On the phone today, we have Josh Hill, Joey Matthews from The Frontline Team. Hi, Josh. Hey, Evan. Um, thanks for having us on. Uh, as you know, MLS 195-9673. Happy to support you guys on the podcast here and what you guys are doing, telling these stories, particularly this one. As you know, myself and Joey and also Matt and our team are members of Local 717. So we're really happy to be on uh, supporting this one, Ben. Well, thanks. We really appreciate it. Joey, this is a crazy purchase market. Would you say that this is a seller's market? Hey, Vince, what's going on? Yeah, man. So Joey Matthews, NMLS 1330694. This market is insane. Uh, it is a seller's market. What that means to our buyers is that you need a pre-approval that matters. Our pre-approvals matter. We will get in front of anything with a list agent, with an attorney, with a, with a seller directly. And we will make sure that in a multiple offer situation, your offer is the one that is selected and we will guarantee you close. You can get a hold of the Frontline Team, your public safety lenders at Facebook at The Frontline Team, or you can give them a call, Joey and Josh, 630-534-2900. Most of your team is comprised of first responders and veterans, right? Yeah, that's right. So PD, FD, military. And uh, I'd just like to expand on what, what Joey just mentioned about getting our borrowers to the closing table. Last year, crazy with purchases too. And in 2020, our whole team, our whole frontline, the frontline team had a 0% fallout for borrower qualifications. So that, that really proves that our pre-approvals mean something. If that doesn't say it all, I don't know what does. So the frontline team, your public safety lenders, you can get a hold of Josh Hill and Joey Matthews at 630-534-2900 or go to Facebook at the frontline team. Thanks guys for coming on. Thank you, sir. Thanks, man. Because we are recording right now. I want this to start from the moment we record. Please don't edit this. Because it's already a shit show, everybody. Yeah, yeah. So welcome to <laughs> welcome to an episode of the Associate Firefighters of Illinois podcast. Chuck is very adamant that we tell you what episode that we are on. It's episode seven. Is that correct? Seven is right. With me, as always, is uh, Luke slash Timothy Howison. And we have a very we have a poopery today, or we have a, the AFFI shit show. Poopery, a smorgasbord of all things AFFI. It is fantastic. A buffet, a buffet, buffet would sound better to firemen. <laughs> yes, yeah. Clearly, my fat ass has been to one or two. So we have a really. It's, it's. I'm so happy that these guys are here because it is a local that is very near and dear to me. It's one of only three communities I, that will ever have me, that will ever allow me to live there in my entire life. Um, but we have and are fortunate to have to start off um, representatives from Cicero AFFI seven one seven. Fantastic guys, fantastic firemen, and we have three of them in the room with us right now to talk about the Silver Spanner program. So, from left to right, please just introduce yourself and your position on the executive board. Uh, hi, my name is uh, Jonathan Sachaki. I'm the Cicero seven one seven vice president. Uh, Justin Swadwick, I'm the secretary for our local. 
Uh, my name is President Stefan Antonio Fiore. I'm the president <laughs> of Cicero <laughs> Local 717. It's, it's just not funny. Just a f- oh. fucking legend. Yeah. <laughs> a legend. Say. Just a legend. Yeah. You are the guy behind the guy behind yeah. the guy, Steve. Yeah, okay. So I want to talk. So just so when we had mentioned this in previous um, podcasts, uh, 717 was smart enough to hire the greatest labor attorney on the planet. That guy couldn't do it, so then you got me. So that's how, <laughs> that's how that worked. Uh, but one of the things that I was really most proud of in my career was negotiating a fantastic contract uh, for 717, a, I think it was like, what, you know, nine years and very fair and equitable wages and benefits. Uh, there was a lot of things in there that the town wanted. It was just a, it was one of those things where the stars were aligned. We had the right town president. Larry was fantastic and the town was fantastic and everybody really kind of came together and said, how, how can we make this department better? The local did and made sacrifices. The town did and made sacrifices and everybody said, you know, what can we do to make this, this, the, the best fire department that we can make? And I think that that happened. Um, as part of that, one of the things that I'm most proud of, because I think it's like the fifth or sixth personal thing that I, local that I've done this in, is replace um, non-AFFI paramedics with our own 717 firefighter paramedics pursuant to contract. That is something that is done via the Silver Spanner program. And I want to take a moment to talk about the Silver Spanner program because there are a lot of people around the state who are not familiar with it or don't understand it. And there's all sorts of uh, like totally insane social media posts that, of what Silver Spanner is. And let me make sure that, I, that, I, that everybody understands this. When the Associated Firefighters of Illinois local, like 717, due to you guys and your efforts... Um, because the work that the executive board did was phenomenal. Remember, there was like Saturdays, Sundays, holidays. It sucked. It was 18 months of trying to get a contract. Oh, yeah. That's for and sure. You guys oh, busted, yeah. and the executive board busted their ass and deserved it. Um, Thank you. When an AFFI local such as Cicero, uh, which, again, Franklin Park and Berwyn and Palos and – I th- who there's a bunch Tri-State. of Tri-State. Tri-State, obviously Barrington. Sammy Moe and Tri-State. I think Barrington was uh, the first. I Barrington. think even River Forest did it back in the late 90s. Somewhere, yeah. There's yeah when been... they were BLS providers, I think they want Silver Spanner to become ALS. Like, yes, ALS yes. Providers. So there's been there's been a lot of locals over the years in, in Cicero being the latest and greatest. Um, when an AFFI fire local, such as 717, is able to remove non-AFFI firefighter paramedics from service and replace them properly with IAFF firefighter paramedics, that is a program called Silver Spanner, and it really is a bridge program so that everybody understands what this is. And the idea behind it is that AFFI firefighter paramedics from all around the state of Illinois will come together and help bridge the time frame between the elimination of the uh, non-AFFI firefighter paramedics with our own, your own guys and uh, uh, men and women who are firefighter paramedics. It is not secondary employment. It is not scabbing. It is not hypocrisy. It is, not, it is a good thing. And what we've said is these guys need help from around the state for uh, our own to jump in and help them man the ambulances until you guys hire your individuals and staff and get up to speed. Because you guys are hiring after this contract, they have to hire how many are they? Well, they're 18. gonna, yeah, they're 18. upping our manning 
by 18, and they're going to be firefighter paramedics, but they've also started hiring and replacing guys that retired Correct. as firefighter medics. So I think it's fair to say that Cicero is going to be on a hiring spree for yes, a while. So if anybody... Say the least. And, and actually, uh, just kind of back up a minute before we start talking about Spanner, where are you guys at in your initial list? Because there might be individuals all around the state that want to come in and test and work for a great department. Uh, right. 22. 22. Yeah, we're yeah. Number 22 already. And how many, what's, how many in the list? Uh, I would say 50 to 60, something like that. It was 59. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just so that everybody understands, you guys are replacing regular retirements, right? Like Pagney. Well, those guys have been replaced already. We already started hiring our new guys. Okay. It's going to extend our uh, actual uh, manning. Okay. So, and and then again, the regular retirements and the right. retirements. As well. So, how many more bodies do you anticipate hiring? You oh, know, man. for the next twelve to eighteen months off of God, that. I, Are you down like eighteen now still because you hired for retirements or how does that no, work? No, we, we already started hiring guys that are going to be firefighter paramedics. Right. That are that's going to be their jobs. They're actually going to be right. on the ambulances. Uh, I want to say we hired maybe three or four of them off five. this current list that. We changed when we went through negotiations, if you guys remember. It was or five. Five, pardon me, five guys. Um, and it was kind of weird because before we did the advertisement, we were in Larry's office. And I'd like to thank Larry Dominic for yes, everything. He was and fantastic. Jerry, you as well. Uh, and uh, Fire Chief Bushimi, he was uh, <laughs> he helped out too. Fantastic. Very pro-union uh, uh, chief. Um, where was I? We were in Larry's office when we actually changed the testing. I mean, he changed the right. testing. I, like I have to tell this story. It, it was fantastic. Yeah. Okay. It was, it, was, it was insane. It was a great this this a was great This story. is a great – this is something that doesn't happen often, just so that everybody knows this was good. So we are bargaining the contract, and we are nowhere near being finished, but we all kind of agreed – that this was going to happen, that in, in President Dominic understood the value that union firefighter yes. paramedics bring to the table. And, you know, I think at one point, you guys, they couldn't even stay off a gold shift. You know, it was, yeah. it was just a mess. Oh, you got to yeah. see it now. Oh, my God, right? It's got to be a ghost town. Oh, it is. Yeah. So... So the more silver spanners, the better. But this was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. We were sitting in the conference room, and President Dominic is just like, okay, well, what we, we're going to do this. You know, what do we have to do? And then I, th- I, th- I was like, well, you know, you guys are in the middle of establishing a list. You have to – you got to change the whole hiring standards because yep. you've never done this before, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he goes, oh, well, okay. And he whips out his cell phone, <laughs> call, yeah. calls the president of the fire and police commission yeah. of the town of Cicero, and literally while we're all in the room, sits there and says, oh, yeah, Bernie, uh, this is how it's got to be. And then we were we literally told them what the hiring standards were going to be right then and there at the it table. Was, it was crazy. <laughs> and we still had a year left yeah. Yeah. Of, of the contract yeah. that we were fighting oh, over. My God. But we knew that this was going to happen. I've never – I don't know if I'll ever experience anything like that again, but we – amended the hiring standards right there at the table. Yeah, the, best, the best the f- about it was, he's like, well, we just put that out. He's yeah. like, well, it's going to have to get changed. He's like, well, is that how they do in other places? And we all just started busting yeah. out laughing. We're, we're, like, like, yeah, we're like the only place. Berwin, but that's about yeah, right. Yeah. 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 And, and then, then the next you, day, that's when all the phone calls, everything was ridiculous. Because they, they put it on they, Facebook like or instantly. whatever, and everybody kind of yeah. knew yes. that yes. Cicero yeah. was changing over. Yeah. It was so awesome. It was awesome. That was really crazy. Something you'll never see again. So... Um, so again, the point being for everybody out there listening in radio land, uh, is, you know, you, you very well may, but when you want the best qualified candidates and you have to pass all the background checks and you got, you know, the CPATs and psych tests and all, all the, you know, the medical tests, 
they, you know, you might exhaust this list. I don't know. There's a possibility that you guys might. I think yeah. it's already a year into the list already as it stands. So, I mean, yeah, in another year, they're going to have to redo it. Yeah. Sure. I mean, so, and they still have to hire yet another 12 guys for the ambulance alone. And that's obviously going to be going on through Silver Spanner. Um, but, yeah, so they're, they're going to get moving for the list. I mean, there's already a handful. Of, I mean, like I said, they're down to 22 already. For five, se- I mean, for five spots. I mean, yeah, everybody's turning. It seems like 50-50 shot whether someone's turning it down. But they've also had an issue with guys uh, keeping their CPAT active. Right. So if you're on our list, make sure your CPAT is up to date because they're going to call you and they're going to ask for, do you have your paramedic, do you have your fire two, and do you have your CPAT? If any of those are a no, they're going to take a pass on you. Yeah, I'm just, that was that, that was exactly what I was going to say. If you are on this list right now for Cicero, you are going to get a call. I would pretty much guarantee that. So very, very good chance. Firefighter paramedic tested into Loyola. Yeah, Region 8. Uh, so Region 8, uh, CPAT, and Fire 2. Don't, yeah, yeah, whatever, basic, whatever. Don't rob a bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't piss hot. Yep. And you will be with a fantastic fire department. You have a great career. It's like, oh, oh my God, it's that easy, right? right? Yes, <laughs> it's crazy when you look at the big picture. It, it, really. it is. So anyway, so that's the hiring issue that's going on right now. But back to the Silver Spanner again. I just, I cannot say this enough. It's, and it's something that we had talked about that we wanted, the point we wanted to get across pre, um, before we hit a record on this is, is the following. It is it is absolutely for AFFI silver spanner purposes, not about the money. Whether it's, you know, $10 an hour or $45 an hour or it is what it is, it's not. It is about everybody in the state coming together and understanding that what you guys did, what we all, all of you guys especially, me lucky enough to be your labor attorney, Larry, uh, Delgado's office, what everybody came in together and did, Julie Deemer from Delgado's office, is very, Chief Bushimi, Bushimi, is, is uh, extremely special, and it and we have to make it work, right? So um, this is one of the few times where it's, you know, it, it's really not about the, the money, it's about making sure that you guys can bridge the gap and all of these AFFI firefighter paramedics coming coming together to do this, which is which is fantastic. So with that being said, um, what is the hour? I forgot. What did we negotiate for the hour? 20. 20 okay, dollars. so 20 bucks an hour, which I think matches what Tri-State was doing, yes, matches what Palos was doing. Yes. 20 bucks an hour seemed to be kind of the standard rate for that. And um, back in the day when... I was doing Spanner by you guys in Berwyn. It was 15, yes. yeah. and that was over 10 years ago. So What was Franklin? Uh, didn't, wasn't Franklin, Franklin Park? Park was 15. That was yeah. a rate at that time. Yeah, so so they kicked it up 5 bucks an hour. Yes. Uh, 20 bucks an hour is, um, you know, if for 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 the ideological reason behind it is good money to help out um, and make sure that this this that this gap can can get bridged if that's i don't even know what the fuck i just said if that makes sense or not but bridge the gap okay so let's talk about the silver spanner program when is the cicero silver spanner program uh supposed to take effect when what did we negotiate was it july 1 well actually july 1 originally but we moved it up to may 1st uh when metro found out about this metro wanted to bail okay so per my understanding through uh chief bushimi is that uh Metro basically wanted to bail like months ago. You okay. know what I mean? So they were trying to keep them there monthly or trying to keep them, uh, keep their EMS going. 
Sure. You know what I mean? And they're still looking to bail. Uh, unfortunately for them, they really don't have a lot of people. A lot of their people go elsewhere. They use Metro as a stepping stone. I mean, I hopefully they're on your test to get hired. Uh, some of them are. Yeah. We actually yeah, hired two guys, two guys oh, so no, far. Two guys. We got two hired that were our previous medics. And one guy is about to start, what, Friday? They yeah. Start date? That's yeah. what we did when we did the Silver yes. Spanner back in 2010. We hired, I, I, I got to yeah. say, three or four guys that got yeah. on our list and hired, have great careers, yeah. and life is yeah. good. And that's and, awesome. Yeah. That really yeah. is. So right now, I mean, they're still manning the ambulances. They have to. They're financially obligated to whatever their contract is with their town. Uh, but they, uh, their morale, unfortunately, is not very good. Sure. You know, yeah. and well, that's nothing like against a, the guys. It's just sounds like a metro less, problem. Exactly. Right. So exactly. May 1, this is going to happen. Yes. Now, a couple of things, um, because the department is shifting and changing. So how many ALS ambulances are restaffing with the Silver Spanner program? Silver Spanner will staff three, three. ambulances on a 24-hour basis, and our new Firefighter Medic 717 members are going to be staffing a fourth ambulance. So we're going to have four ambulances during Silver Spanner. Right. Three of them staffed by Silver Spanner, the fourth by our guys. Yes. Eventually, it's going to move into the 717 guys. And there's going to be some changes in your run cards. You guys are going to – they're going to have, just like us, ALS apparatus and ALS engines. And there's going to be paramedics for the – if you are a resident of the town of Cicero listening to this podcast – please be assured that there will be paramedics all over the place now for you, which is a wonderful upgrade in service. Oh, yeah. I mean, our, our engine, we have, we run three engine companies daily and uh, we just graduated in 1989. We're considered BLS certified. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. We never <laughs> were. <laughs> I, just, well, it's like we're now in 1989, you know, yeah. well, or whatever. By, yeah. by the way, I've, we've always said if, if a, if a nuclear bomb ever hits the United States, head to Berwin mm-hmm. or Cicero, cause it's 40 years behind everybody else. <laughs> yeah, right. So you've got another 40 years. We're going to be, okay. yeah. we're gonna be, we're gonna be okay. Yeah. So May 1st, uh, let's talk about the requirements right now. Oh, and I have, I want to make sure that everybody understands. So for everybody out there who's listening, you've got a test into Region 8. Yes, Loyola. Okay. It's not that hard, right? Um, I think you get the results like the same day. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you know immediately. Medics, you know immediately. It's not, not difficult. This isn't rocket science. Uh, but you are able to find 717's uh, local on Facebook. Yes. You can contact them, you guys, that way. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can, I think there's, not only is there instant messenger on, the, I, the Google, Facebook, Al Gore web machines right. new to me as well. So you can instant message, and I think you have email addresses that, that are on there, correct? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. And then you also, I think the email address as well was secretary at CiceroIAFF717.com. Yep. So secretary at CiceroIAFF717.com. So you can email as well. Uh, so what's the application process? What is the what is what are you guys doing? So it's pretty simple. It's just uh, one sheet, basic information, uh, your license number, driver's license, yada yada. Um, if you could provide your department and your local number, um, you have that. And then we have an orientation. Well, the orientation one was last night. We have two more tonight and tomorrow. Um, and as we know, this is going to be an ever changing. Evolving. Yeah, events. we're always going to be having new guys come in and guys go. Uh, so, I mean, I wouldn't worry about not catching these orientations. If you can make it, come on, come on in, you know, you get a lot of information, but yeah, it's just really, uh, one piece of paper, turn in your license, copy your, your driver's license and that's it. Your shifts are, you know, Oh, speaking of shifts, yeah. so 12 hours and 24 hour shifts. Correct. Yeah, Correct. Right. Yeah. So I mean, 7:30 really AM to 7:30 PM or 7:30 AM to 7:30. 
Okay. And, and as we've seen, you know, coming from, you know, Berwyn and Palos and Tri-State, uh, Franklin Park, I mean, if we have issues filling, filling gaps, uh, you know, oh, I can only do eight. We'll come in for eight. You know, I can only do. Oh, yeah. No one's going to turn your way if you could do an eight hour shift. I mean, so the more the merrier. I mean, and the other thing, too, there's no shift requirement. It's not like you have to do, you know, 48 hours a month. You could do 112 a month. We'll do 112 a month. You know, I mean, that's the biggest thing. We're trying to be flexible and be uh, just adhere to what everybody needs. We had guys that were like working 4824s in the Silver Spanner. Yeah, I made a ton of money. One of them. I made quite a bit. Yeah, you did. Not as much as Mike Lowry. (laughs) You sucked it up. Laria sucked it up. Yeah, he sucked up a lot. That's believe me. (laughs) (laughs) So any shifts that you... (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) God. That's all right. That's you, man. You yeah. Just, what do just you take it? I told you. Own yeah. it. It's okay. Yeah. Own it, baby. So, you guys, and then when do you guys anticipate ramping up? Are you? Is this? I know that they're in the contract. We had negotiated, you know, mm-hmm. particular dates and provisions, but I think that that has been amended a little bit. If I understand, yes. yeah. You so, guys are just ramping up as much as you yeah. can. Uh, we were all for going earlier. Um, Absolutely. Just, just because of we foresaw the issues that was going to happen with Metro. I mean, we knew guys aren't going to want to come there because it's, well, the contract's not going to be there for the next X amount of time. Right. You know, so they're having a hard time getting guys in there, and for them to come to us to want to do earlier, we're like, yeah, let's do it, you know, as long as we're prepared. Uh, so we went through a long process of giving all of our – so, like myself, I'm a medic, but I didn't have to be in the Loyalist system. And there's about 20 of us that are in the same boat, so we all got tested in. Uh, so was, there was that whole thing. Um, but, yeah, so it's going to be – we are in the six right now, and then what we had laid out in the contract was six and six months, and then another six and right, six months. Right, right, right. But I, from what we understand, they're going for a safer grant uh, for 12. So if they get that 12, then it sounds like they're going to hire the 12, and then yeah. Silver Spanner won't be as long, which will be you know good for us logistically. But you know it all depends on what we get. If we don't get the safer grant, then it'll be as is it in the contract, yeah. six, six, and six, and then that's it. Yeah, so. okay. That's fantastic. Anything else about the silver spanner that we kind of forgot? Uh, you know what? The, we should discuss. Oh, you know, if you're in Region 8 system, um, anywhere, in, if it's Good Sam, Edwards, uh, CDH, you don't have to test into Loyola. That's really good to know. So let's yeah. like, yeah. back that and say yeah. that again. So if you're, if you're a medic in uh, Region 8, which is Good Sam, uh, Edwards, and Central Duvage Hospital, you do not have to test into Loyola. All you have to do is submit the paperwork, and you essentially get reciprocity for being in that system. Like okay. We have, we have a couple of guys that uh, one guy was he was in Tri-State. He left Tri-State for us. They were in, uh, I think, Good Sam. So he didn't have to test into Loyola. He was just granted the reciprocity. Okay. So the entire region. So if you're operating under right. those four hospitals as well, you're good to go. And you can come in. You just got to submit the paperwork, and then, you know, obviously your letter of good standing, all that stuff. I know that sounds like that's probably different yeah. language to you. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> he's a good guy. He knows he's how to cook. Yeah. He's a good chef. Period. So uh, yeah, so that's it's a simple process if you're in Region Eight. Now, if you're not in Region Eight, uh, you have to test in. But if you are having issues or you are seeking some kind of tutoring, reach out to me, and we have some. You know, we have ways to kind of help you out and get you in. Is there also the? An, I don't know. The, I can't remember the answer to this. Is there a one-in-one EMT basic to paramedic then as well? Um, so the variable. There right. is the variance from Loyola. Variance. Well, yes. that is not a guaranteed yes. We're getting a little bit of pushback from that. We have an EMT class going right now for about uh, eight guys, I think. Eight of your own seven. Right. Yes. Yeah. But the issue we're running into is that Loyola is saying they have to be in Loyola system for a year and a half to 
act on an ambulance. Okay. So that's kind of a... That, that was, didn't exist years ago. That yeah, that was a little bit of a curveball that we're dealing with. Um, so we're trying... It's Medics is, you know, the gold standard. If we can somehow get the EMTs to do it, great, you know. So again, though, if you are... Is, so is it fair to say if you are in Region 8 and you have been an EMT basic for longer than 18 months, you are also eligible under those rules to work Silver Spanner yes, as well? absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. They so. should apply as well. Yes. You know, but I also just keep in mind, uh, the guys that are going to be doing Silver Spanners is going to be exclusively EMS. Right, yeah. There's uh, no... This came up a couple times, actually. They're not going to be firefighters. No, they were firemen. That, so, and just for anybody out there listening, yeah. that is very par for the course. Nobody yeah. has had yeah. you. You are strictly there to yes. help bridge the gap EMS, to bring our guys right. in on, on, on EMS. Yes. Yeah, we had a guy ask if he could be on the tiller, and we're like, uh, yeah. no, yeah, no, that's not what right. you're here for, man. Yeah, Sorry. No, no, Kramer <laughs> yeah, on right, the back exactly. of the yeah. on the other back it's of the tiller. Hard enough to learn and then just throw you up there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. So, but it is, it is, I can tell you from personal experience, it's an absolute blast. Anybody out there that comes in will have fun. Um, now it's, it's busy, of course, uh, as, as, as everything up there is, uh, but it is, it is a lot of fun. They're a great group of guys. They, they will get you through it. You like, won't get lost. You'll eat great food. You'll have a lot of fun. Uh, you will work and you will help out a fantastic local. That is the latest in a long line of successful AFFI locals who are inching ever, ever, ever forward to bringing in all EMS uh, in-house, which is the which is the ultimate goal. So I don't think, Luke, do I have, do we have anything else for, is there anything else I'm missing? Any last minute stuff that you want to say about this well, and guess, or anything else? I guess if you are a guy that's going to do Silver Spanner in Cicero, um, you're not going to be overworked. You know, the calls are going to come in, but the engines are going to follow you. Um, you're not going to have to lift a finger in the firehouse. Yeah, you don't, you're, you're, yeah. you're no one's putting a mop in your hand. Yeah, no, right. right. If you come okay. from a department that has a lot of busy work during the day, you're not going to have that issue in Cicero. You're going to come in, you run the calls, and that's it. Okay. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. we'll do whatever we're ever going to do to help them out. Yeah, yeah. you're not washing red. Like, you are, yeah. Yeah. please yeah. help. Yeah. Yes. Right, yeah. So. Like, we fully anticipate to totally uh, decon those ambulances May 1st. <laughs> <laughs> I think the care for them has kind of dwindled a little bit in the past, I, past I, year, I would say. I can only imagine. But I will I will say this, again, I, I can't say this enough, leads into just kind of a bigger discussion that uh, Chuck, myself, Luke have had about, you know, how everything is a bigger picture and everything is connected. And what we want is for Cicero to build on the success of all, these, of all the other Silver Spanner programs so that... Other locals out there that are thinking about doing this can point to this as the latest success. And I've, I've talked about other – Blue Island's looking at doing it. There's, you know, uh, Country Club Hill. You know, th there's a lot of locals that are talking about this. And there are a lot of employers, oddly enough, even at the bargaining table, that whether it's on the record or off the record will tell you, yeah, you know, these part-time programs or the privates aren't working out so mm -hmm. well anymore. And sure. so they're trying to integrate this. And so it, it, it's kind of one of those things where it just keeps steamrolling and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So it it's, is it is fantastic. Not only Which that, but if you're a department who's also thinking about getting <laughs> uh, rid of your private ambulance service and you're going to be going down this road, come help us out because... See what it's like. Yeah, yeah. definitely see yeah, what yeah. it's like because you're yeah. going to be in our position looking Absolutely. for help too. That's a, that's a great point because it's like, you know, if you're... I mean, right now we have a ton of guys from Berwyn, you know, which is great. A lot of guys are coming from Berwyn, Chicago Heights. We have a handful of guys from them. Um, so if you're one of these departments that's going to be possibly spanner in, in the next few years, you know, 
scratch our back, we'll scratch yours. Kind oh, of, thing, of course, yeah, you know? absolutely. And the other thing too, I mean, we had talked about it. If you are in negotiations and you are looking for tips or any kind of advice, feel free to reach out to the seven one seven. We're here for everybody. You know. Yeah, we just negotiated a ten-year. We just negotiated a ten-year. Just negotiated a ten-year deal. I mean, it's like yeah. we all have different local numbers, but we're all still one union. Yes, and that's the biggest thing I feel like we should take away from this. You know, Be- being different local numbers but one union in the state is the driving idea behind Silver Spanner and, why, and why it should be done. Creating more jobs, more security. Yes. Right. Plus, if, if you are working with Fjord, you'll laugh your ass off. Uh, that's that's, that's, that's you're going to be a lot dumber that's, at the end of the day. You're I'll definitely going to right now. It's not going to feel like laugh. work. Yeah. You come to the north side yeah. in Cicero yeah. on this shift. Yeah. yeah. It's Dude, not going to feel like nothing work. truck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. This is about right? ambulances today, all right? Yeah. 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 This is the engine truck stuff, you know. The do nothing truck. All right. Anything else that we should talk about for Spanner? Uh, I think that's about it. Please do. And all, by the way, uh, just for everybody out there listening, uh, I you can get, get a hold of any. You can get a hold of Danny Fortuna. You can get a hold of Luke. You can email me. You can call me or email me and say, "Hey, I need the number for Silver Spanner," and I will immediately send you, you know, to Steve, you know, whomever. I mean, right. whatever. So if you get a hold of anybody in AFFI and you're saying, "Hey, I forgot the contact information. I want to do this," you will be directed. It's over. also on the AFFI website yeah. too. Yeah. So if well. you have a login for that, get that going. You have all that information directly on that website. Okay. All right. I think that's all we have on the uh, on the Silver Spanner stuff, unless we're missing anything else. We will go off the record for a minute, and we'll we'll come back and, and have at it. Guys, thank you very much. Thank you for thank having us. Stay having safe us. out there, yeah. and we'll thank go from there. Thank you guys for definitely. everything you've done to help us out, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, everybody. We are back from our break and still laughing. Uh, the local 717 guys have, have vacated the building. Elvis has left the building. They left us with one more email address, I think it was, which was their EMS chief. Uh, if you want to get a hold of him, he has all of the paperwork and everything ready to send. Uh, Mike Laria is their EMS chief. M is in Mary Laria. Uh, L is in Lincoln. A is in Apple. R is in Robert. I is in India. A is in Apple at um, the thetownofcicero.com. So you can also get a hold of him as well. So now that that Silver Spanner portion is over with, we wanted to um, turn to just an update in developments of everything that's going on around the state and the state capitol. For that, uh, Luke and I uh, have brought back in President Sullivan. Thank you very much for joining us again. Poopery. In AFFI poopery. I say poopery. Um, and so what do we have to discuss? Where are we at today? Well, I thought it would be a good idea just to kind of update our membership uh, on the goings-on at the AFFI. One of those big items is uh, the legislative team has been down in Springfield uh, probably for the last three weeks. Um, and when I say down in Springfield, it's because we're obviously still in, a, in the middle of a pandemic um, our legislative team has been working out of the office, um, but remotely via telephone, text message, email with legislators, staff, and the Legislative Reference Bureau. So it's it's a dynamic that you know, obviously every single organization down in Springfield is going through, but our, uh, our three legislative reps have really done a phenomenal job. And I just wanted to very briefly uh, give our membership an update on some bills that we have introduced and, and passed out of committee. So uh, the legislative, the General Assembly has been on spring break um, last week and then all of this week, and they'll go back on April the 13th. 
Um, again, some of it virtual. Uh, no lobbyists are allowed in the uh, in the Capitol. Uh, so they're doing everything again. Yeah. Wait, are they still meeting at the convention center or have they moved back in? I'm sorry. The, the Senate is meeting in their chamber. Okay. And the House is going to be meeting. They, I think they're, they have about 20 members on the floor at a time. And then when their okay. the vote is called, they'll bring them from the Stratton building. So Over. It, it's a very long, drawn out Arduous process. Arduous process. Right. So, um, so again, very briefly, um, your legislative team thus far, uh, I'll say the numbers and, and give like a 30-second synopsis. Senate Bill 167 uh, will allow our Tier 2 members to take advantage of the reciprocity that our Tier 1 members currently have, meaning uh, Timmy Howison starts in Champaign and then goes to DeKalb. Uh, because he's Tier 1, he can take advantage of the reciprocity. It was always the intent when Tier 2 was created Correct. to uh, to allow Tier 2 members to take advantage of that, and we just needed the, – the Department of Insurance uh, suggested that we make that crystal clear in language. When, when that bill was originally passed, it was at least understood by us that that clearly meant reciprocity for Tier 2. So I think this, this is more – clean up on our end that it, it that it means what we've said it means all along it is yes and like every bill that we introduce there are opponents and the, the uh, illinois municipal league is opposed to that of, of course uh senate bill 693 came out of our mobile integrated healthcare task force and that will allow um, our ems als units speaking of uh, cicero taking over als to uh, transport patients to an alternate facility i.e. a mental health facility or an urgent care facility. Um, so that, too, has passed out of committee. Uh, Senate Bill 1571 is a foreign fire insurance bill. And as the law is written today, a town or city can adopt an ordinance and charge, if that's the right word, up to 2% on an yes. insurance company. Just because. Uh, because there are there is an instance um, in the northern part of our state where the city chose to levy 0%. So this bill would make it 2%, period, not up to 2%. It's just Correct. 2%. Uh, House Bill 3662 uh, passed last session, but then COVID hit and it stalled. That will um, make MRSA a presumptive disability in our work comp statute. House Bill 381 will allow our current firefighter members who made a horrible mistake and were cops when they first started their careers <laughs> uh, and earned some Article Three police pension fund time to transfer up to eight years of their Article Three time to Article Four, regardless of, and we'll use Timmy again. Yes. Um, because you, he's, a, you he's always an pick excellent on. example. Timmy was a co uh, cop in Champaign and then became a fireman, fireman, yes. firefighter in, uh, in DeKalb. Uh, he could then transfer that that time from Champaign so, to DeKalb, so up to eight years. Right now, if you guys recall, what the Associated Fighter Fighters did was pass same town to same town. Correct. That currently exists, you know, Peoria Police to Peoria Fire. Mm -hmm. This, again, just for everybody listening, is different. It would be, you know, Peoria Police to Crystal Lake Fire or something along those. It, it doesn't matter, correct? Precisely. Okay. Right. And there, there was a window and they same city to same city. I'm, yes, that window down. is now passed. And if and when this bill passes, there will be another. You'll have six months from the bill signing till six months from, from that date. Uh, House Bill 202 
will include our brothers and sisters in Chicago Local 2 in the uh, Labor History Bill. It was an oversight when we passed it for cool. all our others. Um, so that should not be a problem. Uh, House Bill 220 uh, is one of our big priorities, and that will uh, further define what the highest company officer is and allow them to be recognized in a bargaining unit. This is a huge bill, I think, for the way we operate in the state. Can you just break that down for a minute based on like previous rulings and what we're trying what we're trying to do? Is that sure? Yeah. So, and and Jerry, you 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 can obviously chime in at any point. There are historical unions, i.e., Peoria, Springfield, correct? You name them. Um, that allows their, for lack of a better rank, battalion chief uh, into their bargaining units. Um, and do you want to talk on Roy Meadows' decision or another? Well, I'm just I think generally speaking, there have been a series of decisions that have defined company officer as a single company officer. Correct. And this bill seeks to expand what we think it sh- should be and think it should be all along, which is when you are a battalion or a multi-company officer, you're a company officer. You're just over multiple companies. Correct. So that's the idea behind this, correct? Correct, yes. And that bill passed out of committee and is now on the uh, on the House floor. So, I love that bill. Um, yeah, Representative Larry Walsh from the Joliet area is the uh, is the sponsor of that one. Okay. So, um, House Bill 351, uh, well, I think you guys talked about secondary employment a little bit ago. Um, currently, if Timmy is a... Mm, private firefighter in Lincolnwood. Can I say Lincolnwood on these things? Sure you can, can I call them out? Yeah. Okay. You, Link, uh, Timmy's a, a PSA, PSI firefighter in Lincolnwood on his days off from his full-time job. Right. Today, um, when he is exposed uh, in Lincolnwood, then they have 96 hours to report to the DeKalb Fire Pension Fund that he experienced some type of exposure. Exposure. Toxic, bloodborne pathogen, what have you. And then annually report the number of hours and wages that Timmy earned in Lincolnwood to the uh, City of DeKalb Fire Pension Fund. Those are already law. Correct. House Bill 351 would add the Department of Insurance to the um, another entity to report the secondary employer to report that so for allow a centralized location the the timmy DeKalb example that you just said exactly is that it is a law you have 96 hours for injury or exposure you know whatever you have to report the hours this expands upon that current law by saying you have to add the doi into that notification requirement right okay and we're looking maybe for a more centralized location to draw data from because it's difficult to get uh, sure. information from various places. Uh, House Bill 2568 would further clarify Timmy's uh, a tremendous example today, by the way. Yeah. Timmy is catastrophically injured in DeKalb. And Too much pasta. Right. Um, this bill would codify, essentially, that the city of DeKalb must pay his full health insurance premium, along with his family, uh, for the rest of his life. And that plan must be in the cl- in the collective bargaining agreement. They cannot make up a, a hey, here's a major medical plan that we're going to put you on because you are now a placebo recipient. This is a big bill for everybody out there listening. At least in my humble opinion, this is a big bill. Because what you saw is some, and again, we've always been fair. There's a lot of really wonderful employers that try to do the right thing and recognize the fact that their guys were injured. There are a couple of... of 
I would say, bad actors out there who decided that they were going to, you know, have some ridiculous health care plan that they were going to go some totally insane deductible, blah, blah, blah. Here's your basic plan for purposes of placebo. So this would change that by saying the basic plan is that which is that you're in currently the, providing in the collective bargaining and agreement. And if it's silent, then it's negotiable with the authorized agent. Yes. Uh, and subject to the grievance process. Fantastic, uh, Bill. Um, that kind of wraps up the bills that uh, are moving thus far. And again, just as a reminder, and I've said this a hundred times, it took 10 years for the promotion bill to be put into law. I was just going to ask you, when you look at these bills, we don't want, you know, everybody sitting at home listening out there saying, oh yeah, when's this going to, you know, May 1st, you know what I mean? So obviously these are going to go through the legislative process and, and AFFI will try. Correct. Yep. So we have a, a good number. I, 10 that I'm looking at here, which is a substantial number. And, you know, it started in January. If you were um, reading the tea leaves on one or the other, I don't know if you feel comfortable saying it, a couple of those. Our paths. priorities are um, House Bill 220, the company officer. Yep. Uh, PSEBA, yep. healthcare we just talked about, and probably the uh, MRSA foreign fire insurance is yeah. 3, 3A. But that would give the foreign fire insurance standing then as well? Correct. correct? Yes. It, the way the bill is currently written. Correct. Yes. Um, and then I just wanted to briefly update the membership on something that we have going on in August, and that is our annual AFFI uh, White Sox-Cubs game, August 28th. It's really the White Sox game. They just That's happen true. to be playing the inferior minor league team out yeah. of this super tourism site that is that, that field. That makes you feel better. That makes right. me feel better. Good. Thank you. Good. So we did this a couple of years ago. Uh, Berwin has agreed uh, – President Loretto has agreed. The worst. He's the best. Um, has agreed to cook again for us. We we had a great time two years ago. We um, did. It's the first time we did it at, at White Sox Park, whatever that is. What's it Sox called? Park. Guaranteed. I call it Sox Park. Comiskey. But guaranteed rate field. Comiskey. With the arrow pointing down. Yes. yes. <laughs> the best. Yes. <laughs> so if you would like to sponsor that or get tickets, um, call Sue, 217-522-8180. Or so, then Local 506 is doing the cooking they for that, are doing the cooking. And I am going to try very much to get Loretto to dress up like Ric Flair for that. I, and that should be fairly easy, Yeah, I would imagine. Since he thinks he's Ric Flair. But he, go is, ahead. he is a hero. Um, and then, for those that don't already know, the AFI Honor Guard has resumed training, and our commander, Jay Coburn, was just recently appointed to the Medal of Honor Whoa, Committee. Look at that. So that's uh, kudos to him. I think does he still have an amazing mustache? His mustache is amazing. He does. That's legit. He does. That thing's yeah. the real deal. His son's on Matson too, right? Does he also have an amazing mustache? The I, son? I don't know that. I hope so. Um, you ever get random calls from Steubenville, Ohio? Oh, all the time. Um, Usually about two thirty in the morning. Our COVID committee was suspended. <laughs> suspended. <laughs> our COVID committee, who did a tremendous job for AFFI has been suspended. And notice I didn't say dissolved, um, but with the number of cases going down and the number of our members being vaccinated, um, we suspended the committee for now. That's pretty cool. Like, that's a good step. I mean, you know what I mean? Think of what we've had to deal with the last year, right? By the way, do you have numbers? Do we have a percentage of our guys that have been vaccinated? Do we know or anything like that? It's an unfair question. Anecdotal. Yeah, um, a lot. uh, I think Naperville was at 78%. DeKalb, you know. We were 90%. 90%. So it's, you know, you're hearing them all around from 60 to 90%. 
Um, I'd say in your 70% range is probably pretty average. That's awesome. So um, members did pretty well yeah, with that. I, I'm confident that every single one of our members have had the opportunity to be vaccinated. 100% have had the opportunity to get the vaccine. I'm very happy the more the merrier. The side effects aren't bad at all. Do it. Right. And I'm running through this very quickly. Our AFFI scholarship program, um, the deadline to apply for that is the last day of April. I don't know if that's 30 or 31. 30. At 4 p.m. Uh, you have to be a child or legal dependent of an AFFI member, and you can uh, have that go towards the college or a trade school. And we offer three $1,000 scholarships and four $500 scholarships. Um, lastly, I'll cl close with this. Our annual AFFI Day at the State Fair is Wednesday, August 18th. And the beloved, beloved, beloved. Beloved, I think. Art Thompson is the Bald and beautiful. contact for the AFFI at the Day of the State Fair. Again, that's Wednesday, August 18th. Um, if you want to come down, we'll give you a free parking pass and pass and a sweet-ass T-shirt. Art is going to dress up like Abraham Lincoln for that. He is going to reenact the Lincoln-Douglas debates. He told me that he's going to do, do you that. Think he's going to play both do sides. Do you think Loretta would come down as Ric Flair for that <laughs> as well? Just with the same stains on his outfit as from the MDA ball game. Because <laughs> clearly he won't watch it. I but, love Loretta. Uh, he's a nut. That makes him one of us. He is a fucking He's beautiful. Nut. He's beautiful. Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, my God! I'll tell you what. I've had enough of you talking shit. <laughs> I decided to come He's hitting me. Now. He's hitting me, so everybody. Here we go. Here it is. Oh, my Thanks, God. Luke See you, boys. I gotta go. Play. I appreciate it. Chuck, always a pleasure. This guy, human dynamo, this guy right here. Oh, my God. We've had, we've had Cicero oh. and Berwin in here. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. you're the worst, Loretto. I, you know what? <laughs> uh, here's my thing, Jerry. I, I have no problem with you tearing me apart. That doesn't bother me one bit. It's all the truth. You tear apart Ric Flair? <laughs> you tear apart professional wrestling? We're going to fisticuffs. But you do it on a Belgium audience-dominated podcast? These That's where Belgians. I draw the line, pal. These Belgians, right? The These best. poor people. We're going to win them all over. They're the just, Dutch. They're the French. They're all trying to apparently test here as FFI firemen, and we're scaring them away by these types of podcasts. You think this is scaring them? <laughs> you think this is scary? You as stained Ric Flair is gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited to be here. I was so excited to surprise you. This is a you. big moment. It, were you? Did you? Were you really? One hundred percent surprised. You know, I, it's funny because, like, at least when you're with me the other days, you get paid for it. That's correct. <laughs> I'm going to bill Cicero for this. Yeah, oh, That's what for I'm sure. Do. For yeah. sure. You've turned Margaret Ingolucci, my, the Looch. The you, Looch. You turned my own attorney against me in a podcast, and I'm sitting here back at home going, when do I get to come in and defend myself there? <laughs> ne answer, never. Never. Yeah, well, no. Magic happened. Margaret and, I are, Margaret and I are going to be the crime-fighting duo of J. Mars and the Looch. That's what we're going to do. That's She's going to do everything. I'm going to sit at the bar. She is like Stanley Tucci with her last name. The Tucci fans, you know. That's correct. That's, now it's the Looch. Now it's the Looch. Yes. I'm starting that. I, you did get ripped out on that podcast. I've uh, the, the Associate Firefighters has allowed me to keep up my streak. They've no. I have to tell you this. I openly rip on you every podcast, of course, as yeah, you know. Yeah. And then no one takes me to the side in between podcasts and says, hey, you know, yeah. everybody loves it. What are you doing in Loretto? No one, in all fairness, though, there is no defending me. No, I mean, well, you are adorable. Look, I mean, I love you. I've said this before. Every person should know their own level of annoyingness. 
Yeah, you are like I am. I am very well aware. Of you're the 1927 yeah. Yankees. I think of, you knocked out of the park the one time when you said, "If you want to loan out Loretto, get everyone sign up for fire back." I, I'm telling the audience at home right now. You're the best. I'm the guy to come in, <laughs> get your whole local signed up. Here's the best. 100. You will work for carbs. Like you, that is you if you feed you enough pancakes, right. you will go and get everybody to that sign is up. That is, I'm, I'm doing whatever it takes to stay alive. I don't yeah. care. I yes. gotta feed myself. Well, while I have you here, yeah, just nice oh, segue. Yeah. I did. I thought Ric Flair was behind me. No, you so looked it was fantastic. You looked as shocked as uh, I wouldn't say like you saw a ghost, but like almost like a buffet you haven't hit yet. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there is a false answer. There's no buffet I haven't Correct. hit. I, I, I was driving up that street thinking he hit this one. My He's got to hit this. He one. looks bigger. I mean, <laughs> I, I've said this before. Just so everyone's listening at home understands, Jerry Marzullo is pound for pound. The largest pension, <laughs> correct. I've ever pension in my life. labor attorney, correct. You the do it fattest. All. Yeah, this it's actually really good to see you here because this is another job that's made for you, just sitting and talking. So yes. that worked out very well. Yes. Oh, yeah. so really, two things since you are here. Sure. Yeah. Hit me. One, and we we've got a couple more minutes, and then we've got to take off because right. we have to put a timeline on because you'll just keep talking. You don't want this. So no a couple of different this. things. One, uh, good. Political process for local 506 in Berwyn. Congratulations. Yes, it was a very successful uh, uh, election, election cycle. cycle. Great yeah. aldermanic candidate got himself elected yesterday in yes. no small part due to the efforts of 506, yep. which I like to show as to everybody else out there listening in the state uh, what happens if you do the political game very well. So that was fantastic. Yeah, I, I got to say this, uh, especially to the 506 members that are listening today. Uh, when I say that that presence was huge out there the last six weeks, 35 guys and girls walking every week. Yeah, it was fantastic. That's phenomenal. If you were to ask that to do that with the candidates, I mean, it just tells you how much they believe in these candidates and how much they really wanted to see, you know, a firefighter supported candidate get elected. So yes. it was huge. I got uh, props to the 506 on that. It was yes. a great and, job. And that's what happens, yep. members, when you play the political game. We'll have more podcasts on that in the future. Yes. But uh, great segue. So yeah. Northern District Trustee. That's me. M. Loretto. Yeah. Yeah. Watching finances like a hawk. Yeah. God. So, <laughs> so uh, probably the, the best way to describe my job is to not just make sure that. Get Sullivan uh, coffee. To uh, correct. Yeah. Okay. Make sure the lights are shut off and the garage or the garbage is emptied at the end of the night. No. My job is to uh, basically make sure that not only do all the, the line items line up and make sense, but also that our money is being spent correctly yes. and being used in the right capacity. And that's our job is not just to look at numbers. We just to make sure they match. It's also to make sure that everything's being spent properly. Uh, proud to say we've had very successful audits in the last couple. And uh, another job that we do too, as well as we look over the fire pack, which again, another plug for fire pack there. It's the best. Can't beat that. And who's that? So Clayton, you Clayton Matson, good friend, Bloomington. Uh, great guy. Uh, he's fantastic. And Bill Hall, uh, it's actually his birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, so we'll Bill. Say happy birthday to Bill. So there you now go. He's got don't listen. sing your tone. It's horrible. Should you, I start singing? Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> happy <laughs> birthday. No, I can't do it. I don't want to ruin any it. Other tr any trustee events or anything? You guys? We have our quarterly audit tomorrow. Uh, so you guys actually audit four times a year, correct? That's correct. Yeah. And then we do our year in review audit as well. So we yes. do that. We try to do that with the last quarter audit so we can knock it all in one one time so we're not traveling to springfield not that i don't love springfield it's uh, glorious it's, it's scintillating it is it's scintillating yeah it's it, something that's the word i don't know how to describe it it's it's a two and a half hour drive that's the best way to describe it <laughs> loretto's review it's flat yeah hey, welcome to springfield 
That's it. I'm a no. man of few words. Any questions? <laughs> and those guys, well, we, we'll talk about it later on, but but speaking of, segue into segue into segue, those guys are in a hell of a fight down there, and Local 37 is doing a great job. They're doing yes. the best they can because those guys are up against it, and they've been doing fantastic for the last yeah. two weeks, so good for them. Yeah. So, when it, so we again, we they, they do have the studio. Everybody, the studio is legitimately booked, so... We can yeah. only rip on the rattle for so long. Yeah, so just it's, to kind of close out our uh, buffet or potpourri or whatever we're calling it today. Let's call it the Loretto Show. It's, it's yeah. definitely buffet with Jerry involved. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for that. <laughs> That's it. Um, How much can you Just, just want to get out there for our members, like the, the stuff we got planned coming up. We're getting into a normal uh, kind of way with our events and uh, classes and such. So we have a great partnership with the Fire Sprinkler Fitters, Local 281. They have a training facility and also we have three different classes available for our members to learn about fire protection systems and how to work with them on emergency incidents. So April 29th, May 13th, and May 27th are all open. We have had a great response to people signing up, but there's still plenty of room if people want to sign up for that. Uh, our legislative conference, May 18th through 20th. Yay. We uh, are excited to get back <laughs> to that down in Springfield. We are going to bring the podcast on the road, live and in concert. Oh, dear and God. we're gonna, know. we're gonna be able to do it. <laughs> Rip on you so bad, live from yeah. Springfield, <laughs> Illinois. It's the sand. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if uh, members are signing up for that, so uh, if you're interested in attending that, work through your local and sign up through the AFFI office. And already, right now, the fall is booking up. Uh, we got some great programs returning in the fall. Uh, the first time we're going to have our new member conference. Oh, yeah. So oh. that's for brand new members. Uh, we're trying to have a little response to Janice and get some great union basic education to our members uh, right when they come on the job. So uh, this first one, we're going to open it up to anybody under five years on the job to attend that event. Um, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm pretty excited about that uh, conference. That will be September 19th through the 21st. And then soon after that in early October – and not to be confused with the new member, is we'll have our new officer training. Union executive board officer. Correct. Right. So for presidents, secretaries, and treasurers, that's also a class we were able to do about, you know, before the pandemic, we had to cancel last year's. But we're excited to get that back on the on the docket. It'll be October 4th, uh, the, the first Monday there in October. So looking forward to getting that back out there because, uh, you know, when we were talking earlier, there's been a lot of changeover in local officers and yes. getting them that uh, basic education, I think, is very important. And then near the end of October, we will have our annual pension conference that will be in Lyle. Uh, you can get all your yearly training there. And get your continuing at hours you right. need if you're on your pension boards. And then even if you're on your union boards, understanding the pension process and everything like that is important as well. So it's, it's open to all our AFFI members. And uh, so with that, you know, we have a pretty full slate for the rest of the year. Um, the FFI is doing pretty well getting back, uh, working with all our locals. Uh, I know our vice presidents are out there doing a bunch of mediations, arbitrations, contract negotiations. Never ends. It's you know, the season. Yeah, the season. so. Uh, it's, it's always the season. Yeah. It's oh, just perpetually yeah. the season. <laughs> you there. What day is it? Give me a turkey. Contract negotiation. Give me a turkey and a contract, boy. <laughs> Tell me, I should have regretted this oh, right now. This is this is uh, all on you. Yeah, I, there's no one else to blame. You knew what you were getting when you were sandwiched between this. 
So, but uh, yeah, I think this was a great episode to cover a bunch of different things. Uh, yeah. The poopery. Get our uh, Northern <laughs> District now. trustee on to hear uh, kind of that side of yeah. things and right. get get even. Speaking of tis the season, as a special gift for everybody, <laughs> Christmas come early. Do the Ric Flair pl- play us off with the Ric Flair? What you don't, you don't have to learn to like it, but you got what oh, is the that's whole... that's I'm gonna be that line is now resonating because that's like anything we do as a union, right? You don't have to like it, learn to love it, right? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that's it. You know, it's, yes. it, it is. Just I, uh... you know what, Luke? Let me apologize right now for uh, bringing Ric Flair into this uh, this realm, but it's not. My fault, one hundred percent. There is that a wrestling's large fake. Large individual. There's a, it's choreographed sports. I really wish you were, you could say that. Can we get you to commit? Will you dress like Ric Flair? I already have for Oak Park for local five hundred six. Is you guys are doing? We're doing the cooking for the MDA game. That's a a very hot day to wear a suit. That's why I'm asking you to and do a championship it. belt because you sweat in the middle of winter. Look at you. I'm drenched right now. <laughs> I was, there is no ventilation in that hallway. Yeah. I've been staying there for 45 minutes waiting to see you. Yes. Like, I'm so excited. Like, this is, I'm always excited to this, see you. Well, this is just, a, you know, but like I said, you don't get paid for it today. But anyways, I'm very excited to see you. But again, like, I, I can't commit to that because I already did Oak Park 95's fundraiser. They always had one at Halloween. And I dressed up as a flyer. And I lost because they said that wasn't a costume. A I dressed like that all the time, I, yeah. they said. It's your typical outfit. They're not wrong i mean it's absolutely 100 right i just put a wig on and i owned everything else <laughs> so i'm uh i'm so sorry all right what else do we have to discuss i think we're we have good. to have yeah. loretto on here yeah. again now this was a great episode and we got a lot of stuff on here mike any last uh you know what jerry uh, to quote the great sammy molinero i got nothing so <laughs> right, goodbye everybody take care that's that's the end of that <laughs> that was awesome <laughs>